0: This, 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 this this is mythical.
1: Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes.
2: This is Dispatches from Myrtle Beach with Charles Neal and my son, Link, from Good Mythical Morning. How you doing, Link? I'm doing good, Dad. How you doing today? Well, doing pretty good. I got a little surprise for you to show you. Oh. Uh, Let's see it. Before we even start catching up.
0: That is a weird award. Is that it? That is the official-
2: That's it. The official weird award (laughs) from Signal Awards. (laughs) 2022 listeners choice winner. Yeah. Look at it. Yeah, Dispatches from Myrtle Beach on the bottom of it. It's
0: bonafide, Dad. We are bonafide weird. We won the award. And where are you gonna put that thing?
2: Nancy put it on the mantelpiece. I didn't know Where everybody that comes in the house gets to look at it oh
0: I didn't I didn't recall that you actually even had a mantelpiece <laughs> I'm sorry oh yeah I put a- has anybody come over yet you're like oh maybe if you want to take a look at my mantelpiece
2: well I I didn't even have to say anything uh Ernie and Beth bird come over and the first thing they come walking in for they sit down on the couch Beth come walking by and said, what in the world is this? And I said, that's my award from Dispatches from Virgo Beach <laughs> that I told y'all about, that we won okay, for the yeah. weird category. They, they were impressed.
0: Yeah. Are, are you starting to feel like people are only your friends because of your fame, Dad? Is that starting to happen? Just that They want to come over just so they can see your weird award?
2: No, I don't <laughs> I don't think that yet. No.
0: Don't don't let people use you for your for your success oh. and your fame. You got to you got to know your worth. You deserve true well, friendship. I want that for you.
2: I, well, I think I I I know I'd handle it so you ain't got to worry about <clears throat> letting somebody take advantage of me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, congrats on the award again. I'm so proud that we won this. I will say that I got a copy of it too. Well, good. <laughs> and it's it's in it's on it's on our mantelpiece here at the office. We have like little mantles with awards. But it is the most special.
2: Well, that's nice. Yeah. Logan got one too. Oh, you did?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Where's yours? At my desk at home. Okay. It's very heavy.
0: It is heavy, isn't
1: it? It's very heavy. Yeah. It's like 10 pounds.
0: Well, you know, you gotta you gotta know a you gotta know a man who can put up a good mantelpiece.
1: Well, thankfully we do.
0: I'll send him out to you.
2: <laughs> Perfect. It's time for another edition of Myrtle Beach Mailbag. We got a uh email from Molly Wilson. Let's hear it. And it says, How do you find a blind man at a nude beach?
0: Uh I know. <laughs> I know that some blind people have they have these rods that is this a joke about the stick but also uh, doubling as seeing the other
2: stick if if he Yes, yeah, kind of kind of yeah, that kind of uh, yeah, it kind of runs together with that. Yeah. I reckon I ain't I don't know if I quite understand the answer. Oh, but, you don't understand the uh, answer? Okay, fine. No.
0: Sitting here talking I'm telling <laughs> jokes about blind people, you don't even know you don't even know what the joke is. This is this is thin ice, Dad. This is thin yeah. ice. All right, but let's just Man. let's
2: see where it lands. And it well, the answer to it is it isn't hard. Oh, because he can't see. Yeah.
0: Uh you ever been on a nude beach? I feel like we've talked about this. Feel like this is something yes. that comes, yeah, something that comes up for us. Because yeah. R- Rhett tells me the story that he was looking through his granddad's photo albums, and he one time he went on vacation with his wife at the time, but all the pictures that he took and had developed were of the topless women on the beach. Did you take any photos of any nudity of strangers?
2: Just in my mind. I okay. just kept right. them all in my mind.
0: All right. Yeah. But see, if you're gonna enter that environment, you gotta play it cool. You can't be, you can't be getting all worked up.
2: No, that ain't a good idea.
0: And that's not an easy thing to do. That's why I don't go on nude beaches. Chrissy and I went to the Wee Spa, it does remind me of that, on a on a date. Like Tuesdays are our date nights. And um we, we might go out for a nice dinner, but then I'd been to the Wii Spa with a few friends. I didn't know what this place was. It's a Korean spa, Korean style spa. And this one in LA, dad, it's got like four levels to it. And you go into the bottom, you pay like $30, it's 24 hours, you can stay as long as you want. And then you split up, men go one way, women go the other way and you just, you get naked and you go into the showers or you can go into the hot tub, steam room, area and all of that is um just guys and gals separate and then they give you they issue you some shorts and a t-shirt and you put that on and so everybody when they go up to the next level is dressed the same. So it's um it's the even playing field. And then the floor is heated and people are like laying on mats on the floor. There's like a place where you can buy um Korean food, like a deli. And then there's all these hot rooms that you can go into, like different themed saunas. There's like a, a salt room where the whole inside of the room is lined with salt. And it's like 200 degrees in there. And then there's, why are you making mm. a face? This isn't intriguing to you? degrees. Yeah, yeah, it's hot. It's a, yeah, You're supposed to sweat. Pretty hot.
2: You can't stay in there long.
0: And then there's another one that's a jade room. And then there's a there's an ice room that's basically like sitting in a refrigerator. So you get the cold and then you get the hot. But my favorite room is the clay room. And you walk into this room and there's, it's a ball pit. There are balls everywhere and there's like clay, brown clay balls that are probably, you know, Half an inch in diameter, maybe a little bigger. And you just walk around in these, and it's, it's, yeah, it might be 180, 200 degrees. And you lay down in these balls, and you can like cover, you can bury your feet in them. You can, you can bury your whole body in these, like being in a McDonald's ball pit, but it's like super hot. And there's not like baby shit in the bottom of it, hopefully. <laughs> and then you just sweat your tail off. And if you can give yourself over to it, it's very relaxing. Sound like your cup of
2: tea? Uh, I, it might be something I'd try. Yeah, I mean.
0: Well, next time you come out here, I might take you to this wee spa. Okay. We can just bury ourselves in a ball pit, have a good old time. Christy, was she didn't like it as much as I did because she was like, as much as we're sweating on these balls, it didn't, wasn't everybody else before us also doing this? You know, it's like, uh, oh, I, I'm just wallowing around in it like a pig in, pig in mud. And she's like, you're wallowing around and everybody else's sweat, honey. Are you good with that? And you know, I was like, I am not, I'm not thinking about it. I'm not thinking about it. Because if I start thinking about this type of stuff, I can't stop. And I don't want her to ruin the We Spa for me.
2: That's right. So we'll remember
0: that next time you come out here. I'm going to take you to the the clay pit.
2: Okay. We'll
0: be naked together. We don't care.
2: I know you don't care. No. No, I don't care. (laughs) You got another one? I got another one from Olivia Hayes. It says, a woman in labor suddenly shouted, shouldn't, wouldn't, couldn't, didn't, can't. Shouldn't, wouldn't, couldn't, didn't, can't.
0: Shouldn't, mm. wouldn't, didn't, can't,
2: and what? And, and and then it says, the doctor looked at her husband and said, don't worry, these are just con- and contractions. <laughs> really?
0: That's it. Yeah. They are, con- shouldn't, wouldn't, couldn't, didn't, can't. Don't worry, it's just
2: contractions. <laughs> yeah, uh, Is, you get that I, one. I think that's yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I've seen women have contractions and uh, some of the things they might say and come out their mouth. So yeah, yeah. it's uh, yeah. You let them. You
0: let them yeah. let let the women in labor say whatever they want to say. You know. Oh yeah. As long as they're the ones doing the labor. I don't. I don't feel like I'm in a position to critique how they go about it. You know what I'm saying?
2: No, you just let them do it. Unless they got a hold of my arm like I got, and I had to kind of grip my teeth because they're pulling all the hair out of my arm. But you know, if they're hurting that bad, I I handle a little pain too. So, <laughs> oh my
0: my, the hairs are pulled out of my arm. I, I'm giving. <laughs> My follicles are giving birth to hairs over here. <laughs> Poor me. But it's a grammar joke, Dad. Contractions. Yeah. You get the grammar part of it.
2: Yeah. Well, I was wondering if if it, but okay, is it,
0: the apostrophe but, is the is the is the contraction
2: part? Okay. The apostrophe.
0: Yeah. Shouldn't is a is a it, is it contraction, meaning the oh, apocalypse, okay. like-
2: Well, that's what I, okay. Yeah? See, see, you're a little more educated than I am. I'm sorry, I didn't, you know, it's been a long time since I- Contracted? Uh, had to, yeah, remember all that grammar that I supposed to have learned and Well, back when you were in
0: school in 1970, something it was called grammar school, I bet. Did you go to grammar school? I don't know why they called it that.
2: In the '60s, yeah, okay. I went to High School because it it was grammar school, middle school, and high school, and it was all in the same buildings, right beside of one another. They didn't have uh, contractions
0: in the '60s, or it's been so long you didn't remember that's what they were called.
2: I know that they had contractions in the '60s, but you know I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't remember. Yeah. Uh, okay.
0: Yeah. It's probably not worth remembering. Um, it would have helped with that joke, though.
2: Yeah, it would. But <laughs> sometimes I, you just kind of have to let me float somewhere else and go on. Yeah. Well, I got a uh, another email from Liam J. And it, it this one's pretty interesting. It says, "What were your first impressions?" Of written links videos when they first started making them? Oh, good question. Yeah, I'm interested in this. I think I'm I'm trying because it's been what 15 years? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so (laughs) with some of the things that y'all started doing and putting these videos out, and that was it was like, boy. where in the world do y'all get this stuff out of y'all's heads cause <laughs> y'all were kind of doing this y'all self and uh didn't have anybody else working for it. and y'all were coming up with some stuff and doing a doing a good job at it but you know it makes you think say, where in the world can this go to and how can you do it and then when you y'all y'all moved on up a little bit and Started making these commercials, and then I remember you calling and telling me, "Said, well, I'm up here in the mountains, and I'm doing a commercial for a biodegradable casket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm getting and I'm getting buried in it. <laughs> and but and I was thinking, now you're getting buried in a biodegradable casket. I said, I ain't real sure. That's real smart, but <laughs> um, I reckon Red or somebody talked you into it and you got in it. They did give you some oxygen so if something happened or something, but. Uh, uh, did I tell you that? Had,
0: I don't think they did yeah. that. I don't think I was given well, any oxygen.
2: I think the thing started giving in on you and they had to dig you up and get you out of it. Uh, yep. Th- this was
0: the pilot episode of Commercial Kings, which, you know, then they picked it up ordered it, and uh, we moved out here to LA to make the show. But yeah, that was, it, it was Bury Me Naturally is what it was called, the name of the company in Asheville. And yeah, if you're gonna sell anything, you know, you gotta do your research. You gotta really get your hands dirty. Sometimes you get your whole body dirty, really <laughs> te- testing out the product, testing out the service so you know how to best promote it. And um, yeah, so it was a it was a bit scary to be to be buried in what was nothing more than a cardboard box. It literally was a cardboard box, and that's why it kind of started caving in on itself whenever they really started burying me. But I couldn't have made a a, a, a good commercial otherwise. Do you remember? Oh, no. Uh. So that. Do you remember any of the videos before that? Because. Was, the way that internet video was working, it wasn't like you didn't have a phone where you could watch it. I mean, you had Mm-mm. you ha- had like a computer at the house, but it's not like you were on it that often. I think no. I think that people were trying to figure out this internet video thing, and when word finally got back to Lillington that it was happening, mm-hmm. then we started to get like the local paper talking about us. I, oh yeah, I think that's when it started to make more sense. Cause you know, it's like, we have engineering degrees. We worked for Campus Crusade. And then here we are having a third iteration of a career that's just the two of us in a basement goofing off. I mean, you really, you probably had your, you were scratching your head a little bit.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, but uh, well, I think maybe I told you this. I said, well, if y'all doing something you like, because I've been basically self-employed all my life, and that's what y'all was doing, and I won't, I won't like some people that had skepticism about it because, you know, if you don't try to do what you like to do and see how it works out, uh, then I always I, I tell Mama, your Nana, I'd say, it ain't like they ain't got something to fall back on. They can go back and get a job somewhere with them engineering degrees. So yeah, let them let them sow them oats and see where it goes, and just leave them alone. Quit aggravating them about it. <laughs> some of them, some of them was pretty dead set against. Well, <laughs> all was
0: yeah, and I get it. It didn't make sense, but I, you know, it, it meant a lot to have you take up for me, and to say, hey, just mm-hmm. let, let him. So is wild oats. I never thought about it in those terms, but hey, look, these, we're still having a wild oat of a time. It's worked out, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it worked yeah. out. And and you know, n- not doing what, if, if if you're passionate about something and you have an opportunity and you don't go for it, well, I mean, the, the risk of regret is pretty high, you know? It's,
2: that's not a good feeling. Hindsight with everything that's happened with Joe and stuff, uh, it worked out pretty good for you and Rhett, so, uh, and your families and everybody else, so. Yeah,
0: we're doing great. Yeah,
3: so. I made it out of that coffin.
2: I'm 28 years old and spent my whole adult life in Missouri. In the okay. past year, I have left my frustrating job, gone through a tough breakup with a partner of two years. Hmm. While these events have been draining, I am now excited
0: well, what for you a excited new adventure.
2: I, I am currently looking for a new job on the West and East Coast. He wants me and you to battle it out, and can you tell me the best things about living on each coast time zone? <laughs> okay, well. Hey, hey and listen, hmm. because you live on the West Coast now, you don't get to help with the East Coast, you just got to do the West Coast. Oh, I'm gonna re-
0: represent the West Coast, that's me.
2: Now, I've, that's right. I guess I gotta be
0: specific to like, Southern California, and you gotta be more specific to like North Myrtle Beach. So we both got beaches. Um, I've got beautiful coastlines, uh, lots of cliffs. What about you, Dad? What's your beach got?
2: Hey, I got beautiful beaches with all kinds of wonderful places to stay at right on the beach and then you can go out in your swimming trunks and get in the water and not freeze yourself to death yeah. from about may till november so just just come on down to north myrtle beach and <laughs> hey jump in the water you, and there's plenty I, I don't know about the west coast but there's plenty of jobs on the east coast where you can come out here and get a job and find a place to stay in and and then be living on right here. And then if you want to learn how to shag dance, you can get up with me and I'll help you and show you how to start dancing down here. And whoa, 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 having whoa. a good
0: time. You gotta give me a chance to retort. You th- you're you piling it on thick. All right, so you got me on the water temperature. Water temperature sucks out here. I mean, you gotta invest in a damn wet suit to do anything. Anything, really. Um, so you got me on that one. And then the the bigness of the beaches, we ain't got no big beaches. But I we the cliffs are nice, as long as you don't fall off of them. Um and then you're right, there's not as many places to stay on the beach here. I mean, it's everybody's kind of gobbled up the the real estate out here. It never rains, you know, that cliché. That's a big one. I mean, we Of course it's been raining a lot.
2: It's been raining some this year out there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I don't have you there. Um hmm what else? The food, we got
2: really good tacos. Fish tacos. And we got hey, and we, we got really good all kinds of southern barbecue down here where you can come and get it and uh and great coleslaw and I mean just mm mm mm. I can be so, at the beach and then with less
0: than an hour I can be in the mountains. I mean I could I could be I could snowboard and surf in the same day depending on the time of year. What you got and I and it
2: and I can do that too in about four hours I can be at the mountains at up around Beach Mountain and go up there and be snowboarding and snow skiing.
0: Yeah, but that's four four hours is different than one hour. That doesn't make a difference. You're
2: not gonna get back in the same day. I mean, if I'm going up by snowboarding, now who in the hell is gonna go and stay just (laughs) for one day to do it? I'm gonna plan go up there and have a good time up there for two or three days.
0: All right, all right, you you got me again. I'm not doing good at this. Um, We have palm trees, but we don't have a lot of other trees.
2: <laughs> what you got? We we got palm. We got, uh, we, as a matter of fact, we got a palm tree in the front yard. I so, <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh,
0: and you got all t- other uh, types of trees too, I guess.
2: All other kind of beautiful trees, and yeah, I mean it's, mm. and it's and pretty green grass growing, and don't have to worry about. Uh, you know, if you're watering your lawn, whether they're gonna cut your water off or not, and watering it, you just <laughs> water it all you want to. That's true, that's true.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're highly regulated. And you said jobs, I, 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 right? I think there's jobs out here.
2: Oh yeah. I think. Well, I imagine there's jobs, jo- I'll agree with you, there's jobs on the East Coast and the West Coast. But, but the,
0: the cost of living, mm-hmm. I don't know, that's a, bit, that's a bit tough out here. It's kind of expensive. Well,
2: I'm not gonna uh, because you made me pick North Myrtle Beach. I'm not gonna tell Brendan that uh, if he comes to uh, right here at North Myrtle Beach that it's the cheapest place in the world to stay at either. But you know it's not it's not as expensive uh, as it is on the west coast. But all right, so maybe we're there's no way
0: that the cost of the living is equal. I'm gonna have to give that one to you no matter what. But I appreciate yeah. you trying. I don't know, I think, I've, I think I haven't done much to help my cause. I absolutely love it out here. I do love all the outdoor activities. I love all the different parts of the state, all the things I can experience. I don't know, I'm trying to come up with some sort of something to sweep the table here, cause I'm behind.
1: What about like watching sports, the time zone? Do you like it better here? I don't
0: watch sports.
1: Well, <laughs> for a broad audience. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I I speak to an audience of one. My dad. All right, you you going to throw the sports argument. Logan's trying to give you the sports argument.
1: I think it's better here.
0: Oh, you think oh you think it's better here because it's earlier. It's Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we watched like the Super Bowl at like right after lunch. That's what I'm saying. <laughs>
2: Hey, I, I didn't have a problem with it. I set up and watched the U.S. Open. It was in Los Angeles, California this past weekend.
0: He's got this one too?
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: I don't know. I The I, I, only other place I know to go is um, Passive Religious Judgment. How we looking over there, Dad?
2: Passive Religious Judgment.
0: Yeah, it's a, and it, it can be a bit oppressive. That Bible belt can can get kind of tight, make it hard to make it hard
2: to breathe sometimes. Oh no, we don't have no trouble with that down here. You, hey, you, people down here on the beach just kind of do. Uh, some of them go to church, and some of them do stuff, and then do stuff. other ones just just live like they want to, like just like they do out there in Los Angeles. So, you know. It, it ain't a big problem here either. I mean, all right, so it's but, a it's you do you, and you do whoever you want to do, in Myrtle Beach. Uh, well, there's some people that does that, yeah. So, all right. I mean, I ain't saying I do that, but I mean, <laughs>
0: uh, I know you're spoken mm-hmm. for, and I know you you're not a judgmental person personally. But, and uh, okay, so maybe I don't have you on that one. But P- people seem pretty laid back down there in Myrtle Beach, so. Brendan, I don't know. I, it seems like I'm sending it to dad's way. You win, dad. Well, you Today, I'll be back. I'll be back when I have time to think about this.
2: Well, that's fine.
0: Because you would never
2: move out here. No. <laughs> now it's time for grand kid of the week. We ain't done Lando, duh. Uh Sometimes w- when I think about Lando, it's He's, to me, probably, and all my grandkids is special, but he he is so special. So when you visit back and forth out here and when he comes up to you and greets you and loves you and hugs you and looks at you and gives you that smile that he's got. <laughs> and I mean, he is so, it, it's like you know it comes from the bottom of his heart. Letting you know how much he has missed you, and how glad he is to see you, and um, he—he's just so genuine about everything that he does to me, and uh, and you always know where you stand with Lando. <laughs> That's right, because he—he he lets you know that with what. He's emoting to you that he's feeling it too. And he wants you to feel what he's feeling when he he you know, whether or not he's giving you a hug or talking to you or spent you know, sitting down and spending time with you. He 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 he's better at that than all with than all the other grandkids cause
0: that's his special power. Just, yeah. Yeah. It's like I mean yeah. yeah, like you're saying, every every kid of mine and nieces and nephews too, it's like it's so nice to see what's what makes each of them special. So it's not like a comparison thing. But yeah, the thing for Lando, you're exactly right, is that he's got such a big heart and he's able to take it and connect with those with people that he cares about. And he cares so much. Like he's so oh, yeah. empathetic. Like, so he can he's he can he can convey those emotions um in just a few words and he's really good at it. He's really good at being in touch with his emotions and conveying love to to people. And um I yeah, I kind of feel like it's an encouragement for me to get better at it, you know. It's like I see Lord. I see how he puts himself out there and he the people that he loves, they know how he feels about him, oh, like yeah. you're saying. It's like, well that's a that that's that's something that inspires me that kind of in, I'm encouraged to do the same. It's like, can I can I put myself out there more to let people know how I how I feel, you know? So yeah, I totally agree. He's he's well, he's a special one.
2: And I've heard uh Christy talk about him a little bit about things that goes on with him at school and other students and stuff and how he kind of tries to bring him in because he feels like they've been left out yeah of yeah stuff and, and and tries to encourage him to so you know it's just not what what makes me proud of you. it's just not what he does for us but he's doing it for other people that's right at his age but what he's doing so so Lando you just keep up the Good work with what you're doing, and uh, it, it'll be really good to see you again the next time when we we get be able to get together, and, and, and granddaddy loves you for just the way you are, I'm telling you, yeah, sure do.
0: Thank you, Dad, and you know what? I got something for you. Okay. Who needs Foley when you got you? Let's play that again. Okay. Okay, Dad, you remember how this goes? You I, I give you a scenario and you give me the foley for it. You give me the sound effects that would be used in the movie to accompany the visuals that I'm going to describe. Okay. And because okay. the because you took me to see my first movie uh that I ever went to was <laughs> The Temple of Doom. And now there's this new Indiana Jones movie. I thought we could go with like an Indiana Jones theme. So You ready for this? I'm I'm gonna walk you through it, and then you, you can say things that an actor would say. You can make sound effects that would be part of the movie.
2: It's time for another edition of Who Needs Foley When You Have Me? Okay, you're
0: the star. You're Indiana Charles. And it's your first moment on screen. What do you say?
2: Watch out for what's going on. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh my goodness. Oh, look at all them snakes. Oh, oh, oh
0: you already the snakes. Oh, okay, so you're seeing, you're, you saw a snake.
2: Yeah, we went down in a tunnel and you had to light and whoosh. I had to whoosh. a lit a yeah. torch where I could see. And he just, whooshed oh. it. That's good. All right. Going down in the tunnel.
0: All right, so yeah. you, you look down, and you've already seen one snake, but now you've seen thousands of snakes. What does that sound like? That's that? There's a few cats in there too, I think. Is there, mm. is there cats in the tunnel? Um,
2: no, snakes can hiss. I know, but it's
0: not. <laughs> okay. All right. And now, so, and Indiana Charles is trying to make his way to the far end of the tunnel across all of these hissing snakes, cats,
2: and cockroaches. And I'm running. I'm running. I'm trying to get out get to the. Get to the light down at the end. In Indiana, Charles "I'm swinging on a vine now. I'm getting up through there. Here, here I come to burst out in the open and to get away from all these snakes." You think you're out here into I the come. open,
0: and you get up on the ledge, and then you go into the this this room, and it's totally pristine and and peaceful, except when you look up, what do you see? Popcorn ceiling! <laughs> Your nemesis
2: It's Indiana Charles's nemesis. What what is he gonna do? Oh Lord, we got to we got to scrape it off and get rid of it and, and do away with it so we can get out of here and fix it. <laughs>
0: so what 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 is Indiana Charles's mission? He's not looking for an artifact. I think he's what he's just renovating this this cave. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> must be trying to try, trying to get rid of all these snakes and, uh, and
0: popcorn uh, ceiling
2: so you're scraping the
0: popcorn ceiling and and what what does that sound like <laughs> sounds like that cat again okay yeah well. so you're, he's <laughs> so he's removing the popcorn from the ceiling with a cat. And he but he dislodges something large. What is it?
2: Oh, it it's a giant boulder coming through the ceiling. Yes. Oh, we got to go. And I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. Oh. And what about oh. what about your painter's cap? Because you can't lose that. Oh yeah, I got I got hey, I got my little hat, my little Gilligan hat. I ain't losing it. What? Where, where I can keep all the that popcorn I was getting off, and, and where I can keep seeing where I'm going. So, so you, uh, so you're running from
0: the boulder, and what it, what do you sound like? What does it sound like? What are you saying?
2: We got to go. We got to keep up. We got to run. We got to run. We got to uh, go faster, faster, and and get get by where the boulder don't run over. So, here we here we go. Get in. We, we finally get away from the boulder. Okay, so you make your way out, and you get on the
0: plane. The plane takes off. What does the plane sound like? <laughs> that's, that's actually really good. <laughs> but you know what? The The pilot just got shot by some sort of blow dart, and you're at 5,000 feet. What are you gonna do?
2: There's no parachute. Oh, no parachute? Oh, I... I'm gonna have to get up there and see if I can land a plane, get it landed enough to uh So what do you say to all the other passengers? Good luck.
0: <laughs> uh, now, hold get-
2: on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we're gonna crash, we're gonna crash. Hold on, hold on. So, and I finally get the I get the plane down and we crash in and we ended up in crashing in some water and we get get a raft out and float in it and get everybody out and get them floating down the river trying to get away. And then you look over to the right and on the on
0: the shore there is the four-wheel drive golf cart that says
2: Belch Life right on the side. Oh, yeah, and we get, I, I get all the people out of the raft and we load them up and we get to, I make sure we get to Chalice and we go down the, uh, fat Harl's and get in the club and we'd celebrate that we made it and i get a cold beer and put it in the chalice and, and toast everybody at Harold's and everything that we went through and we made it and we lived. Yeah, 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 we made it, we made it. Indiana Charles, drinking out of that chalice.
0: <laughs> I love it, Dad. Wow, that was quite an adventure.
2: Yeah, that was quite an adventure for uh, for this episode. But we're gonna go ahead and uh, wrap it up and get on out of, he- out of here. It was fun having all y'all here with us today, and join us in two weeks for another. Uh, join us in a week for a, a mini dispatch. Oh yeah! And if you got a, if you got a joke, question, or comment, you'd like to share with me email me at shagging 53 at AOL.com. So y'all have a great weekend, everybody, and keep listening, and we can't wait to spin your world again, and next time we'll, we'll see what else we can get into. So it's been good talking to you, son. Always Love
0: been you. great, like always. Love you too. Talk to you soon.